Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Carrie Jack here, and I hope you are having an amazing day. I mean it, just enjoying this very moment right here and right now, baby, and just being grateful and present. Now, in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we have on Mr. Zach White, who is the founder and CEO of Oasis of Courage, also known as Oaco, which is a fast-growing company with unique, improving coaching methods that are exclusively for engineers, but they also work for happy hustlers. He also hosts the Happy Engineer Podcast, where listeners discover the steps to engineering success through expert interviews. And Zach owns a transformational framework called the Lifestyle Engineering Blueprint, which we get into, and it is super awesome. Let me tell you guys, Zach is just a really rock star happy hustler. We share his story of escaping burnout in the corporate ladder and how he created his own company and how you can too. And this is a really cool episode too because we also talk about relationships and how he actually lost his first marriage due to working too much and not having that life balance in check. So this is just one of those eye-opening conversations that if you resonate with Allow it to guide you into a different direction and make a pivot so that you do achieve that blissful balance so that you can happy hustle that life that you love. And he also makes a very, very nice gesture for any of the happy hustlers who who feel called. You can check him out at careerclaritycall.com to actually hop on the phone with him and one of it or one of his team members. And he's actually going to just give some time to give free coaching and free help if it is a fit. So Listen to this episode, and if it is a fit, I would highly recommend taking action because Zach is just a super awesome dude. So after a quick episode sponsor break, we are going to be diving into this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. All right, y'all, real quick, I want to share with you my sleep aid magnesium breakthrough. This stuff is legit, let me tell you, to just reduce the cortisol levels, you know, those stress hormones in your body. We're all happy hustling, right? And we want to be less stressed and more happy. Well, this is one of those supplements that can really help you. It actually has all seven forms of magnesium that your body needs. And here's the thing. Three out of every four people are deficient in magnesium. So if you're feeling a little bit anxious or a little bit stressed, um, not sleeping that great, this is something that can really help. And you get the hookup. You can go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash hustle. Save yourself some money. And the best part is it comes with a 365-day money back guarantee. So you got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash hustle. Now let's get back to this episode. All right, Mr. Zach White. Welcome to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my brother. I am super excited to connect. Oh, my man, Carrie, Jack. I love the smile, the energy. Couldn't be happier than to be sitting across from you, uh, even though it's virtual, brother. It's just awesome. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, man. I mean, this is going to be a fun one. We're, I mean, we're both part of the Brand Builders Group. Uh, we're also, you know, both entrepreneurs and podcasters, and we have a lot of synergies. Um, you know, you talk a lot about just avoiding burnout and really achieving that life balance, as do I, with your, you know, your company, Oasis of Courage, also known as Oweco, which I love that. Um, but before we get into all that good stuff about you and your company and what you stand for and who you're all about, let's let's hear something interesting about yourself, Zach, that not too many people know. Ooh. Well, my normal answer to that question, it's not fair to say not too many people know anymore because a lot of these podcasts have been asking me. I usually talk about my history in ballroom, Latin, and swing dancing, which uh, you know people sometimes call me the, the dancing nerd because uh, I'm an engineer by training, but I've got this, this dancing thing. So let me give you something special, Carrie, that I've never talked about before, which is that I have been mistaken on multiple occasions in my life for an acrobat. And, mm. and the reason why is because my wife, Johanna, and I have invested a decent amount of energy into learning acro yoga, oh. which if you've never seen acro yoga, it's you know, a partner style of yoga where generally, you know, the guy but, or the taller person is the base. They're on the ground. The other person, um, in this case, my wife, in the air, you know, doing these poses and moves and flips and turns. And uh, so we'll go out to the beach here in Michigan and practice our acro and people will come over and ask you know is this what you do which makes us laugh because it's like wow this is like the furthest possible thing from what we do but yeah acro yoga if you want to challenge your body your mind and your relationship <laughs> then, yeah. uh, then uh, give it a shot yeah that's that's interesting for sure i mean i've done a little acro yoga sometimes you know steph and i my fiance will mess around but it's really tough. It really is like you got to, it's all about balance and it's, it's about communication and, uh, reading the body language as well. Um, I, I, I do say it would be, I would agree. It's definitely beneficial for your relationship, you know? Um, and I know your lovely wife, Johanna, and she was actually on the show as well. So that's super cool that you guys both do that. Um, very cool, man. Well, let's get into it. I want to talk about burnout because, this is something that I experienced and I know you did <laughs> in some regard, you know, and you, it kind of sent you on this path of creating your own business, creating Oweco. And it's something that I think a lot of happy hustlers out there, whether they're aspiring entrepreneurs who maybe don't have their own company or own business yet, or, or entrepreneurs who are in the thick of it, sometimes face this burnout, right? Or at least become uh, aware that they're on the brink of it. And that's where I really want to kind of stay for a second and kind of get your experience with burnout and how'd you overcome it and a little bit of backstory around it. Yeah, Carrie, burnout, it's such an overused word, but I also think it's its a bit of an, a hidden behind the scenes pandemic in the world right now. Yeah, you know, we've been so focused on what's in front of us with COVID over these last couple of years, you know, recording this in March, 2022, but burnout to me is the, the pandemic we're not talking about. And before I, you know, share kind of my journey through it, I'll just say this. I think the classic notion that burnout is solely caused by overworking and, you know, burning the candle on both ends putting in these 80 hour weeks constantly under immense stress and strain 
as the path to burnout is a kind of an old school understanding. You know, mm-hmm. burnout manifests in a lot of ways. It can be triggered by a lot of things. And it's a bigger problem in your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health than people realize. So mm-hmm. for me personally, you know, burnout started pretty soon after I got out of college at Purdue studying mechanical engineering. And it was just a slow drip. It was a stealthy thing. I never really saw it coming until it was too late. Mm-hmm. And and where it began was this lopsided subconscious pattern of taking all my energy and focusing it into the things in my life that were working and that, that were easy for me and the comfort zone and the low-hanging fruit and, and the stuff that you know, was getting traction and neglecting to give energy and time and attention to the areas of my life that were a little bit tougher, a little bit harder to get traction, including important things, really key. Like it wasn't that they didn't matter, <laughs> it's that they were harder. Uh, you know, and my, my personal story with that was, was marriage. I uh, got married right out of college. Marriage is super important. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I loved my wife and I really wanted to see that relationship thrive, but marriage is hard. And for me, career was easy. <laughs> and so guess what happened? You know, year, year one, year two, year three, I just started pouring more focus, more energy into those buckets and just trying to deal with the marriage thing, like just figure that out with minimum effort to hide the problem. Didn't really talk about it. Didn't get the help I needed. And, you know, five years later, my rock bottom moment of burnout was sitting across the table from a divorce attorney mm. wondering how in the world <laughs> did I end up here? Uh, you know, depressed, frustrated, angry, embarrassed, and again, if you'd asked me three years ago, four years ago, like, are you on the path to burnout and divorce? <laughs> I would have said, no way, man. Like, that that will never be a part of my story. <laughs> I know better. And there I was. Hmm. Wow, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, and I appreciate you getting vulnerable because, you know, I think a lot of the happy hustlers can resonate. I, I would say... I would say the majority of the highest performing people that I know have some type of adversity with their home life, with their personal life, you know, with their relationship. Like it's very rare to find someone who has all of the different buckets, you know, full. And that's really what set me on this quest to create the happy hustle because that's really my goal is not to be, you know, the richest man in the world or have, you know, this multi gazillion dollar company. It's to have like the most holistic happiness, you know, where it's like your home life is in check. Your, your family loves you. You're showing up for them and being present and you're crushing it at work and you're doing stuff for yourself, you know, and, and you're giving back to your community. And like, that's what I think it's all about. But someone like you, you know, going through the thick of it in the burnout and then neglecting your relationship, I can resonate because I was in a very similar boat, not as much 
with my relationship with my partner because at the time that I burn out, I actually wasn't in a relationship. Um, I actually didn't give any time or energy to anything but work, you know, but um, I definitely can resonate. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, that moment when you're at the divorce table. What what changed? What shifted? Where'd you go from there? I think the first thing that happened when you get to that place, you, you, you really, you know, call it rock bottom, call it what you will. The first thing that happens is you get a new or a renewed sense of clarity on what really matters. Mm. You know, you, you get your priorities straight. And for me, the two biggest things was faith and family. You know, I, I'd really, of you know, just not given the attention to my faith as a, as a Christian and as a person who really believes strongly in, in that foundation. And then my family, you know, my mom, my sisters, my, my people who loved me more than anyone else on the planet, you know, Carrie, during that season leading up to the rock bottom burnout moment, I had to do a lot of careful management of making sure my mom didn't know about this problem in my marriage and i didn't want these people to know that i was struggling this much at home and i wanted to look good in front of these friends and man that is such a tiring game when you've got oh, yeah. these secrets and you've got this baggage going on in your life that you're just trying to keep everybody happy except yourself right and so the first thing that i did was just you know got really candid, um, you know, I, I use the phrase being fully known. And I just went back to those people who loved me and for one, you know, apologized for the fact that I'd really neglected them and and serving and pouring into their lives in any way because I was dealing with so much of my own junk, but also just told them the whole truth about what was going on for me and asked mm. for their help, which took a lot of humility. I mean, it was a hard, again, yeah. it, it felt embarrassing at the time. But just open that door to let them love me, which they did, but I really wasn't receiving it because of all this junk I was going through. So I think that was first thing, man. Clarity on what really matters. And and I'll tell you what, my paycheck, my career, my title, like all these things, the businesses I wanted to start, the side hustles, all this, like none of that was on the list for those first twelve months after that moment. Honestly, they got like the minimum effective dose to not get fired and not, you know, lose anything um, and just got back to basics. But what's so cool is that once I got the priorities straight, it was so counterintuitive that everything started to lift. You know, the, the career results were growing, even though I wasn't giving it as much time and energy as before you know the the business ideas were flourishing my side hustle was getting traction the friendships i had were thriving you know a, a new relationship uh with my now wife johanna you know was blossoming during that time like and i didn't even ask for those things i wasn't hungry for those things at the time it was just this sense of renewed balance which is why i love your message so much with the happy hustle from that balanced place the whole you know the tide rose all ships so to speak and man it was an awesome season the the 12 to 24 months after that rock bottom moment just a completely new trajectory and honestly you know as hard as, hard as it was and i don't wish burnout and divorce and rock bottom on anybody you don't want to see people suffer but man it it really 
it wasn't like a Humpty Dumpty, you know, break apart. It was like a rubber ball, man. I hit that bottom and just skyrocketed from there. It was really tremendous. Mm. I mean, and that's truly the choice. Like we all have that choice when we do hit rock bottom or when we do, uh, you know, encounter adversity. It's like, do you sit and wallow in it and you know, feel bad about it and feel sorry for yourself? Or do you make a shift? Do you really allow that to be the catalyst for positive trajectory like Zach did? You know, and I think it's definitely a choice. You know, we all have that choice where, you know, you could you could very easily go one way or another, but it's uh, maybe not easily is the word. It, it, it's It's very much like you could decide one way or another, I don't think anything worth life in in life worth doing is easy personally. Like I, I just think a relationship takes effort. You know, your business takes effort and your family life, like it all takes effort. Talk to us about the effort that you actually did with your wife to repair it, because I'm, I'm interested in that. And I'm, and I'm sure the happy hustlers are as well. Yeah. So I love what you said. It's it's not easy, but it is simple mm-hmm. in this instance. Mm-hmm. It was for me and I'll describe it. And you know, so so my first marriage did end in divorce, and it was a hard time. Okay. Um, it just for clarity, and and Johanna, is, you know, we're re, I'm remarried to Johanna. She's tremendous, and she'll probably hear this, and and I love her to death, and we're in an amazing place. But, but just to describe the effort, because you're right. I mean, it took it took all of me, just aimed in a different way, and and a couple things happened. For one, the choice that you just talked about, the most important choice I made, was to invest in relationships with key people. So I mentioned family, but also carry, you know, with my counselor, mm-hmm. paying for counseling, going and dealing with the baggage and the nonsense and all the junk that I had built up over those years. And I hired my first coach during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. You know, and part of the reason I'm sitting here with you and as a coach full time today is because of how transformational that experience was. But mm-hmm. you know, make those choices to get the help you need. And, and humble yourself and invest and, and whatever it takes, man, get the money, uh, t- you know, just do it. But then the, the daily decision-making in the little things is where I think it, it really comes down to it. Um, mm-hmm. None of my coaches or counselors or people like gave me that silver bullet, huge mega thing. It was just, all right, this area needs some attention. What's that next smallest, tiniest, right thing we can do? Mm. Let's do it. And then yeah. radical accountability to that thing. Like, hey, Zach, did you get it done? How's it going? And it was the first time in my life I had somebody really holding me truly accountable. I always had this notion, carry. Um, now I call it ego. <laughs> but, but before, it's like, hey, I can hold myself accountable, right? I'm a smart guy. I, I read all these books. I love personal development. I love leadership. I love business. You know, I'd read all the books. I, I knew all this stuff. I'd been to the conferences. And I just thought, I got this. Like, I can handle it. And the reality was, the whole time I was telling myself that story, I was on a steady decline towards the bottom, right? So you take that and say, okay, well, what happens if instead... I can put one small, simple task in front of another, the next right thing with support and accountability to follow through. And that's where it begins to compound. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the effort comes in, just that daily dedication and discipline to take action. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love the compound effect, you know, by Darren Hardy. That was one of my favorite books. And it really is evident in everyday life. You know, your actions compound over time. Your saved dollar every single day compounds over time, right? And it's one of those things with your relationship. Your inaction, your inefforts compound over time, right? I always talk about the crack in your relationship windshield. You know, oh, I'm going to show up for dinner at 6 and I'd show up at 6.30, crack. Oh, you know, I didn't do the dishes when I said I'm going to do it, crack. You're breaking the trust. Over time, those cracks will cause the relationship windshield to shatter. You know, and one thing that I really have been focused on um, more recently, actually, is I wrote a letter to myself that I read every morning. And Steph, my fiance, wrote a letter to herself as well. And it's describing the commitment, the action, the motivation required to have the dream relationship that we desire. And, it, and it's basically a pep talk to myself, you know, like, you know, it's not going to be always peaches and cream, you know, it's going to take effort, but this is your partner. You are going to journey through life and build together and support one another. And it's like that one piece of paper has really made a positive impact because again, the compound effect is at play consistently over time, reading, putting it into your subconscious. Do you have any tactics or tools that you use with your relationship? And I know this is kind of turning into a relationship segment, but it's, I think it's super interesting because, you know, it's someone like you who can really help shed light on that burnout, which, you know, going from, you know, crushing in your career, but just, you know, an ultimate demise with your personal life. And then now having it all to where you are today, like still, I mean, everyone has their stuff, you know, we all work through it, but, but still in many regards, you know, you would look at who you are today from 10 years ago and you say, I want that. You know what I mean? So, so talk to us if you have any tactics or tips or tools that you utilize right now with your relationship and some things that maybe you utilize in terms of your work, like maybe if you're setting boundaries or if you're doing anything specifically that you've seen be that, that positive catalyst to that life balance. Yeah, man. The first thing, I actually, very similar to what you described with the letter, one of the most transformational shifts for me in my recent years has been how much I lean into the idea of vision and visioning and then a written or audibly spoken vivid picture of the life that I'm creating in any area. What is it that I desire to see happen in the future? And vision, I think, is so poorly taught because it's it's got this MBA kind of vibe to it. It's like a one sentence, aspirational, big idea that nobody really knows what it means. You know, I remember like Google's old vision statement. I'm not sure what it is today, but something like you know, organizing the world's information. It's like, okay, but like, that's a great MBA statement, but what does that really mean? You know, to me, visioning, Carrie, it's, it's what you described. It's this idea that, oh, I'm waking up Monday morning 
and I'm full of energy. I can't wait to tackle the day. I'm sitting down doing my meditation, and my beautiful wife comes walking in. I give her a kiss on the, you know, on the cheek, on the lips, to just tell her I love her. And we we go have our athletic greens and get into the rhythm of the day. I make her breakfast, and and here's what I'm doing at work, and here's the things that I'm, uh, you know, enjoying with my clients, and I'm changing the world, and we live in this amazing place, and you know, really to paint a picture that when you see it it just like absolutely ignites you. So so when you take that into the relationship or the career space, it doesn't matter which one, or you're building your business as an entrepreneur, p- pick a domain. When that vision gets crystal clear and really compelling and you're reading it or you're listening to it daily, that to me, more than anything, shapes the, tr- the true north. It's just, hey, h- how close did I show up to being that husband. Um, how much energy did I put into the business today that's taking me towards that picture and outcome? And, you know, I write it in the present tense, Carrie. So when I'm when I'm hearing or reading this, it's like I already have it. You know, it's building that faith that it's already mine. You know, this is what I am doing, not what I hope one day will happen. This is what my marriage looks like, not what I, I wish it would look like. You know, and so you just start to prime your mind with that present tense vision, even though it's not here yet. And for me, the subconscious you know, just goes to work on that. And then you start to notice, you become more aware when you're not living it. And so if I was just going to give one tactic, it would be invest the time mm-hmm. to get clear or hire a coach if you need to, to get help on really discerning what is your vision and then put it in front of you every single day. And, and that by itself has changed my life. And, you know, a thousand more tactics can flow from there. But that's my, that's my North Star, man. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, having a vision super crystal clear. I actually, I recently recorded an episode, and it's in my book, you know, The Happy Household as well, under the alignment number four, you know, loving relationships, where I describe the perfect partner page. And that is the vision for exactly who you wish to manifest. And that was a absolute catalyst in my love life. You know, because prior I was just giving away my chi energy. I was searching for fun and partying and sex and all the things. But I wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling. You know, deep down it wasn't fulfilling. And when I got crystal clarity on my perfect partner page, you know, where it's like, who exactly do I want to be with not just like looks and personality traits but like deep things like their morals and their values and their political beliefs and how many kids do they want and all the you know the little things like where are they from what's their family like like that was the clarity that was the vision that was the north star and wouldn't you know it within three months time I met Steph and, you know, we, she checked a ton of those boxes, you know what I mean? And she was also in a place of self-love where, cause prior to that time I was, I was going inward and I, I was actually practicing abstinence at the time when I met her because I was so far the other way. I was like, I need to just focus on myself and self-love. And that's, I think some, like a really big, you know, if I can leave really a, a big impression on the happy hustlers now, it's focus on being a 10. 
If you want a 10, be a 10 yourself and, and really like get crystal clarity, like Zach said, on the vision for who you wish to attract, you know, so super cool. I like that we talked about this, man. I didn't see it going there, but that's the beauty of, you know, the Happy Hustle podcast. We go where it flows and, and this is a really important topic. I mean, without this love in your life, you know, it, who do you share all the success with? It's Amen. sad. It's sad. And, and if you're in a relationship and it's not working, and it's creating that resistance and drag on your life. Don't kid yourself that you can have success in one area and have that intimate relationship not working and everything's going to be cool and happy. And it's like wrong answer, man. This, this, it matters. So, so I think Gary, I mean, for me, this was the single biggest place that I wish somebody like yourself had, had come along and just said like, Zach, it doesn't matter if you get another promotion or let you know, get that business started. If you don't fix your stinking marriage, like yeah. go get to work on what matters. I, I wish you know, yeah. now I know now. I yeah. Know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, but it's one of those things that, that sometimes you have to go through the, the trials and tribulations to come out the other side stronger. And hopefully the happy hustlers is listening and watching, you know, don't need to go through it themselves. They can learn from people like Zach and, you know, our, my, my own experiences. Uh, but I will say it's sad to me that the, it seems the top echelon of a lot of these highest performing people have such despair in their personal lives with their partners. And that to me is not success. That to me is the ultimate failure, really. And, and when, when you neglect the people that you love the most, for that success, for that ego, for that title, for that status, ultimately you are not going to be fulfilled. You're going to then have to make a massive pivot like Zach did and, you know, create a new reality. So I want to talk about that new reality, Zach. Talk to us a little bit about Oaco, you know, Oasis of Courage and, you know, kind of what what it is and, and how did it start and who you serve now. So this conversation around relationships is a perfect example. And, and Oweko, what I do is help engineering leaders to find that balanced whole life success that we're talking about in, in a way that's going to allow them to accelerate the results in their career or in their business, but also, you know, make, make sure they don't have these kind of disparity and, and, and big dips in their life that create huge problems. And so, you know, coaching and, and high performance support for engineering leaders is what we do, uh, you know, programs for, for folks at all levels. And it's been absolutely tremendous. And I mentioned earlier, my background is in engineering. So I have a, you know, 10 years plus of performance at Whirlpool Corporation and, and loved it. But this experience that I had of hitting rock bottom, but then the five years after that, seeing my success explode, you know, five promotions in five years, my salary more than doubled in that time. You got basically everything that I wanted to create in my career happening while I was loving my life at the same time and working less, by the way, than I ever had prior. Mm -hmm. And I just said, man, this message, this, this approach, this way of being, I love how you said that earlier, you'll be a 10. Just learning how to show up. Engineers are notoriously, uh, we struggle. I'll just, I mean, I'm going to put myself in this category. We've got some blind spots when it comes to how to show up in the world in those ways. And so Oweko's mission is just to get out there and help engineers have the courage, not just to be technical experts and brilliant with product and all the things engineers do that are so cool, but to realize, you know, hey, at the end of the 
end of the day or take it all the way to your deathbed or the rocking chair test as some people like to do how many phds you've got and how many you know iphones you launched in your career isn't going to be the whole story mm-hmm. and helping people get that clarity really then lean into the kind of actions plus the systems the tools the tactics to be successful is is what it's all about and mm-hmm. for me you know burnout's the enemy carrie it's like how do we avoid getting people in in that sort of self-fulfilling downward spiraling painful place and and frankly they're fighting against the wave and the energy of the culture you know our culture glorifies some of the things that cause burnout oh, yeah. especially inside of companies and inside of the the heart of entrepreneurs and so you know that's why I resonate so much with your work and so Oeko you could almost imagine you know it's a happy hustle for engineers <laughs> I love it man and I mean it is so true like the entrepreneurial grind culture I I've I've said it before but I really do think it is an epidemic and specifically in America I know we have happy hustlers all over the world listening in but specifically in America I think we glorify entrepreneurship burnout and and you know this this trajectory this linear trajectory of work you know your face off grind sacrifice you know for what profit and success ultimately and it's like that is that is the recipe for burnout (laughs) you know and and it was for me it was for zach and it will be for anyone who doesn't see the writing on the wall sooner than later because it just it's not sustainable you know you think about the human beings in our evolution you know (laughs) hundreds of thousands of years ago like we did not have to worry about thousands of notifications per day and multitasking 12 different things and relationships with 45 people in three hours you know it's like like there's so much in our brains and we're just not built for that at a at a consistent level now there's seasons i really believe there's seasons of life where yes there is seasons like when i was launching my book that was the season of where i worked harder than i would have normally right that is what i like to call planting the seeds you know when you're when you're planting the seeds for your future success so you can reap what you sow later down the road there's seasons of life And I think any great entrepreneur, any great happy hustler understands that there are seasons. However, if you're consistently, you know, on that grind train, ultimately it's going to come to a crash and burn. So, yeah, I really like that you you mentioned it, man. Just in terms of your framework, because I know you have like the lifestyle engineering blueprint and maybe there's some happy hustling engineers out there, but. I know there's a lot of people who can still get a ton of value from your framework and how you actually take people through the process. Give it, give us a little bit of insight as to your, you know, lifestyle engineering blueprint and, and what you do for clients. Yeah. So everything that we work through starts on a foundation of your mindset. And that by itself could be an entire program. There are yep. programs out there on that, but really getting clear on how, the way we think, what we believe, and our mastery over our own mindset changes everything. And you know, if you don't understand what I mean by that, maybe a simple example, the same action 
from two different mindsets will get you two different results. The mindset matters. And so here's, here's the example. If I come up to my spouse, we've been talking about relationships a lot today, and I say to her, what did you do that for? That's the sentence. Okay, well, there's two mindsets I could bring to that. It could be the, the pissed off, you're an idiot, I can't believe that that just happened mindset. What'd you do that for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or there's the, I love you, there has to be a great reason for any action you've taken. I don't understand it. I'm seeking to understand. And can you help me? Hey, honey, what'd you do that for? Mm. Totally different response, right? Different tone, different energy. The action is the same. I, I said the same exact words. Mm-hmm. Two different mindsets. We're going to get two different results. If you haven't been in a relationship, anybody knows you're going to get two different (laughs) results from that. Well, it's the same in every single domain of your life. And the problem carries a lot of these mindsets that we hold are hidden. We're we're unconscious to what's happening in the way we think and what we believe. So starting there and then, you know, I've found there are some key mindsets we must have if we want to accelerate results and create you know, the kind of blissful balance that the happy hustler is listening or working towards, right? So then on top of that foundation, you can kind of imagine a little, uh, a house, if you will. And there's four pillars across this. Purpose, priority, productivity, and people. And and what I have worked through with our clients at Oiko is to say, look, these four pillars are all critical when it comes to creating results, success, if you will, achievements in any domain. Okay, what's the reason behind it? What's the why? Do we have a clear purpose, clear values? What's the priority? <laughs> You're, you got to make choices. Not everything is first priority in your life. So do we have that clarity? Do you know what your vision is? Do we have clear goals? Being productive, you know, your time and energy are limited resources. Do you have the right systems, tools, strategies to put it in the right place and use it well? You know, for for engineering leaders, this includes skills of leadership and delegation and how to leverage other resources to be productive. And, and of course, people, the engineers get special attention around the the people side because we don't get there alone. And social and emotional intelligence is non-negotiable if you want to succeed in the world we live in. You know, if being alone on an island is your jam, cool, but you're not going to have a big impact uh, in the world that way. And so we work through these four pillars, and then the roof of the house is what I call the playbook. And, and the playbook is all about taking everything that we go through and recognizing that if it's only knowledge, it's worthless. I could care less about the information. It's the execution, the rhythm of action and implementation, constant learning, constant massive action, and the mantra of Oeko is get out of your comfort zone mm. and go take action. Love get it. out of your comfort zone. And so we bring all that together and just help people recognize, uh, don't get addicted to knowledge. Yeah. Engineers are the worst, man. And I'm sure as an <laughs> yeah. on, entrepreneurs are right behind them. I mean, I'm yeah, both yeah. of them. I'm an engineer and an entrepreneur. Like we get, even listen to a podcast like this, you know, we geek out, we consume more knowledge, like listen, listen, listen. And you know, it's this, disguise it's passive action instead of massive action right you're just constantly consuming and it feels like you're doing something good because you're learning and learning is good yeah but it's not going to move the needle and so that's what the playbook is all about like hey let's go get busy 
So that yeah. that's the model, man. And it, you know, we work through it in 90 days with our clients and just see tremendous change. But I think again, it it's applicable for anyone, anywhere that we want to have the right mindset, take the right kind of actions across these four pillars in a constant, you know, I say rhythmical way. What's your daily rhythm? What's your weekly rhythm? What's your quarterly rhythm, your yearly rhythm? And just making sure that you're always in action. Mm. Mm. Amen, man. That was great. So you got the four pillars, purpose, Priority, people, productivity, purpose, priority, productivity, people, productivity, people, and then the playbook on top. I mean, that's really like, think about it for all the happy hustlers listening. Like, think about it. Those, those pillars in that playbook really still apply. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You really want to nail those four pillars and make sure that your actions in each of those different disciplines, you know, ultimately correlate with your end goal, your end desire. And it, it's really nice to hear it in that simplistic manner. Like, I, th I think sometimes people's frameworks that really complicate things, you know, and I was expecting a little bit of complication from an engineer like you, Zach. So I really appreciate the fact that you broke it down in such a simplistic way. And then you also made it into that visual of a house, because I think I'm a visual guy. So I like to see things visually and you need to have those four pillars to hold up the playbook of your life. So that's really right, man. Where can people go to learn more about you? If let's say, you know, maybe they're not an engineer, but maybe they work in a, like a, a technology field or in the science field. I know that a lot of this stuff still applies to them. Where can they go? I know you have something super cool where you actually like hop on a call with them and see, you know, how you can serve them with, with really zero agenda behind it. I mean, if it's a fit, sure, you can go deeper with him, but where can people go to learn more about you and potentially help on the call? Yeah, Kerry, thanks for the opportunity to share with folks. And if any of this resonates with you, you know, if you're building a business, if you wanna be in product, if you've got, uh, you know, just even the desire to reach out to, to me and the team at Oeco, what I would love to offer for everybody is a chance to jump on, you know, just again, 15 minutes on the phone with me or my team, and we'll we'll just see where you're at. And if it makes sense to do some free coaching together, I'll get you on my calendar and we'll schedule a longer session as well. So that's all an opportunity for your podcast listeners, Carrie, if you want to take advantage of that. Um, so to go to careerclaritycall.com. That's the URL. And again, don't worry if you're an entrepreneur, you're not in a nine to five, doesn't matter. A lot of our clients actually are in the entrepreneur, of course, resonate deeply with the aspiring entrepreneur. That was me for years and years before I left Whirlpool. So careerclaritycall.com, just grab an open slot on our calendar. There's a big orange button there. It's really easy to book a call. And I'd love the opportunity to connect with any happy hustler who just wants to talk playbooks, uh, get some guidance on how to accelerate your life and, and avoid rock bottom like i've been through yeah yeah amen to that as well man so careerclaritycall.com we'll link it up in the show notes and also i would recommend guys checking out the happy engineer podcast and i was actually a guest on it and zach's a phenomenal host and we had a great chat so if you want to give that episode a listen we'll link that up in the show notes as well now, Zach, I do want to ask you some of these traditional happy hustle questions in multiple different disciplines. First being health. You know, I, I think it's really important to optimize your health, both mentally, physically, and emotionally, if you are going to happy hustle in any career, in any, in any shape, you know, you need to make sure that you're, you're dialed in health-wise. So do you have a happy hustle hack that you can share? You know, maybe, again, a tip, a tool, a tactic, something that Zach utilizes that he can, you know, bestow upon the happy hustlers out there? Man, there's so many great health hacks, but I'll tell you my biggest one that I'm 
excited about in my life in the last couple of years is fasting. And it's not a trivial one. I know a lot of people, okay, intermittent fasting, et cetera. But what I started doing, Carrie, is actually once a quarter, so four times a year, I do a three-day or 72-hour fast, water only. And it is tremendous for me. And I'm not a medical professional, so please consult your physician, all those good disclaimers about health hacks. But, man, fasting has been a game changer for me, not just for the body, but I love the the effect that it has on my mental health and spiritual health as well during that time. So if somebody wants to maybe take a bigger leap and try something new that can have tremendous benefit, uh, fasting has been my game yeah. changer. Yeah. And best part, it's free. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, no, no charge. In fact, you're going to save quite a bit of money. You'll, you'll, yeah, you'll yeah, wonder like, wow, wow, what was I doing? <laughs> Yeah, three days worth of food saved. That's completely. right. That's completely. That's awesome. I actually I do um, intermittent fasting, you know, and I decrease my feeding window typically eight hours. So, you know, lunch and dinner, basically. And I skip breakfast oftentimes. Um, now it is winter and I've been looking to put on a little more bulk. So I've, I've been throwing in some oatmeal now, but it is really powerful. So I, I like that that happy also hack for health. Let's talk about money too. I, I think money is a really important thing to talk about. You know, when you're happy hustling, you want to be financially abundant. That's alignment number six. And I want to hear if you have a tip, a tool, a tactic in regards to money, maybe a way that you save or invest or spend wisely that you can share. I'd be lying to you if I said anything other than I'd encourage every happy hustler to put whatever amount of time in you need to make a decision about Bitcoin. Uh, I may or may not have come up on this show before, but I look very heavily at what the impact is of fiscal policy, fi- you know, financial you know, money, money printing, quantitative easing, what's happening in the world's uh, federal reserves and what has been proven through Bitcoin as a, a store of value and a monetary system. And I'm excited about it. Some people may disagree with that. But I think you need to do your own homework. And um, as a as a part of a balanced portfolio, since we're here talking about healthy balance, I think owning uh, Bitcoin as an asset is something you won't regret. So take a look. And uh, that's a place that I'm spending a lot of energy to learn and putting some of my free cash right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I own Bitcoin as well and a couple others. And I would agree. You know, I think it's one of those things that you want to have it a portion of your portfolio. Uh, but again, realize that it could potentially go to zero, not just Bitcoin. Bitcoin's probably very unlikely, but a lot of the other coins uh, more so, you know, so I just want you to be wise, like when you are investing, um, diversification is a buzzword, but it really is important, you know, to make sure that you have that proper diversification. One thing too, I want to, since we're talking about money, Zach, I got to mention it. I think increasing your sales skills will also increase your dollars. Oh, baby. (laughs) So we're going to add number two. And this, Carrie and I are chuckling here because uh, I received some coaching from the incredible Carrie Jack in my own sales, and it was tremendous. But if you could pick a high, uh, a, a wealth creation skill that has a higher impact than, than what, learning to sell has, I want to hear it because I don't know one. So absolutely invest in your ability to sell, whatever that is. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's carries 30 minutes with me 
it's going to double my revenue in 2022. There's no question about that. So um, for all the happy hustlers, you got to, you know, get help from carrier or any, you know, take action on that. But hundred percent, you know, think about what are the high ticket, high dollar skills that will change your life. Learning to sell is, is absolutely one of them. Yeah, man. Gosh, that's so, it's so true. Like, that's why I wanted to mention it with you because sales are like, literally the fastest path to increasing your income, in my opinion. Like even if you sell other people's stuff, you can increase your income right now by learning how to sell. And just to speak to Zach, like, you know, we went through just a couple of things with his sales process, which was good, no question. Like it was better than most, but even just a couple key tweaks, like for instance, throwing in a price anchor and some of these different components. I think you even mentioned you've already closed over 200K just from, just implementing some of those things. So it's like crazy, you know, like increasing that, like, it's awesome. Totally, totally. Le learn how to sell, game changer. Because, okay, the Bitcoin recommendation is what you do with the cash you have. Selling is how you go get cash, right? Yeah. So you get, maybe we should reverse the order. Go learn how to yeah. sell first, and then you can do whatever you want with all that free cash you're going to have floating around. Yeah. Amen to that, man. It, it really is such an important tool. And I'm, I'm actually leaning in more and more to sales consulting just because I, I haven't thought about that being a superpower lately. Like I was like, oh, everyone can sell like this, but apparently there's something there, you know, cause I still get hit up often for it. So that's something the happy hustlers TBD in the future, I'm going to have a little sales master class or seminar that I can really, because I want to help people increase their money, you know, their, their income. That's like something where I think when you're stressed about money and you don't have, and you're worried about your next paycheck, like you're not happy hustling. And so it, I really think it's a big component. Um, awesome. No awesome question. Notes, some awesome notes there. Now let's talk about spirituality. I think it's really important to have faith in, in something bigger than yourself right? Like something bigger than yourself. I don't care what God it is or what religion it is. I just think you need to have faith. What, what, what's a spiritual practice or a happy hustle hack will you in this realm that you can share? For me, it's, it's reading the Bible, you know, and, and I appreciate your comment, you know, whether you are a Christian or you like the Bible or have ever seen the Bible before, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think uh, it's hard to argue with the best-selling book of all time. So yeah. if you, if you want to just find a way to tap into you know, a spiritual side of yourself. For me, that's where I go. I love, you know, maybe start with the book of Psalms. It's just a beautiful writing. Uh, you know, even if you just love poetry, it's a place to go. But for me, that's where I connect with God is through that, through that book and, uh, you know, the prayer and meditation that follows. And we talked about mindset, you know, and there's just, when you dig into your spiritual life, you know, that's where you start to see some of those shifts in your mindset away from a self-centered life to uh, some, that idea, again, bigger than yourself. I think that's really important. So um, take the time, fi find a, a book or a work of something spiritual that resonates for you and invest that time on a regular basis. To me, that's that's a non-negotiable. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, love that. I, I, I actually started listening to the Bible on like an audio book. Uh, awesome. So I, I need to get back to it because I, I feel like there's versions of it that are drier than others. <laughs> you oh, know, totally. Totally. That, so I need to find like, I think a better version because mine's quite dry. Um, but yeah, I do love that recommendation. Now let's go through the happy hustle hack or the happy hustle rapid fire round. And then we'll wrap this interview up, Zach. This is yeah. essentially where we just, you know, ask you random things. 
what's going on in Zach's world. And, and you answer, honestly, first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. Bring it on. All right. Favorite food. Go. Pizza. Favorite movie. Lord of the Rings. Favorite book. I'll go with the Bible. Favorite workout. Oh, that's that's a lot harder. Um, favorite workout. I'm going to go with P90X yoga. <laughs> nice. Best <laughs> business advice. We got to go with learn how to sell. <laughs> I mean, after what we just yeah. talked about. I mean, that is, if you can't sell, you don't have a business. So learn how to sell. Yeah. What's your spirit animal? Ooh, my spirit animal is a monkey. Like it. Three things you're most grateful for. My wife, Johanna. Uh, my my 95-year-old grandfather, I call him Papa. He had a stroke recently, and he he's alive. He survived. He's doing well, and I'm just so happy to still have him on the planet with us and the legacy that he's left. And and freedom in, in so many aspects, financially, to be in America, to, to have the freedom that I enjoy, even just to spend this time with you. So that's my three. Love that, man. And if you had a billboard for the world to see with your last piece of content on it, what's that billboard, Reed? Get out of your comfort zone. Mm. Love that. Mic drop. Zach White crushed that rapid fire round, man. I just want to take a moment just to acknowledge you, brother, just for sharing your love and your light and your wisdom with myself and the Happy Hustlers, man. I, I really have enjoyed connecting with you and, and collaborating with you and just deepening our bond. And, you know, I love what you're doing for engineers and for people in this technical space, because it's really important to have a voice who can understand them, but also speak to their future desires. And I think you bridge that, that gap like seamlessly and it's really awesome to see how you're showing up in the world and and just um appreciate you man so thank you uh carrie jack you're welcome it is an unbelievable privilege to be on this podcast with you and for every happy hustler who listens to this amazing man he's the real deal <laughs> with him read his book use his tools go to his events like you will never regret spending time Ah, appreciate you, Zach. Thank you for the kind words, man. And I want to ask you the final question. What does happy hustling mean to you? Carrie, I think the happy hustle in my life has all to do with the choices of what I am going to do with my time and energy. Each of those buckets that I want to create fulfilling, happy results in and putting my time and energy there every single day. And, uh, you know, that, that learning journey is the most fun I've ever had. Boom. Zach White, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening. We are out. Peace and love, y'all. And one more thing, guys. I just want to give a big shout out to my book, The Happy Hustle, 10 Alignments to Avoid Burnout and Achieve Blissful Balance. This is still being offered for free. Yes, free 99. All you got to do is just help out with shipping and handling. You can go to thehappyhustlebook.com and you can get your copy for free. So check it out. I really think you're going to dig it because chapter number 10 is Nature Connection, all about just connecting with nature. And we share with you some proven and tested strategies 
just a happy hustle, your dream reality throughout. But specifically, alignment number 10, nature connection, based on this episode, you're going to want to read. So thehappyhustlebook.com is the place. Now get out there and make the most of your time and happy hustle, that dream reality. Peace, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.